Little did they realize what they had gotten themselves into. It was around 11:30 p.m. when they began to feel slightly drowsy. And then a particular incident occurred that they wouldn't forget for the rest of their lives. Hi and welcome back to another episode of SYWK podcast where you can find everything related to the paranormal. Did you check out the first part of the Goa horror series where I shared the history and mystery of the Three Kings Church? If you haven't then please do the link is in the description. Now talking about today's episode since you know I don't spread blind faith or superstition on my channel and before releasing an episode I fact check everything so that you get genuine stories and in the end you enjoy my content only for entertainment purpose. And since in my previous episode we learned about the history and mystery of the Three Kings Church I wanted to know if the church is really haunted or it's just a myth. And after a lot of research, which just took 5 minutes, <laughs> I found an interesting and real life experience of a couple at the Three Kings Church from my favorite book which is called The Haunted. And the best part, it is written by India's top paranormal investigator Mr. Jay Alani and India's top horror author Mr. Neil De Silva. So I'm going to narrate a story of Vikas and Sunidhi and they shared their experience with Jay Alani. It's going to be my voice but it's beautifully written by Neil De Silva. So before I start with the narration, please don't forget to subscribe to my channel. It will really help me grow. And if you're listening to this episode on YouTube, give it a like and comment below your feedback. Now, let's get started. This is the story of a young couple I met who had a terrifying experience while touring the chapel and then embarked on a journey to rid themselves of the problem they seemed to have brought back home with them. It was a slightly chilly mid-December night in Mumbai's suburbs of Bandra. I had just wound up a talk on paranormal experiences at a cafe coffee day outlet. bid the guest goodbye and was relaxing with the cappuccino i noticed a young couple staring at me from the table across after a brief moment of hushed consultation with each other they came up to my table with half smiles the man spoke first so my name is vikas and this is sunidhi we are a couple we live in bandra all right i said smiling back at them I sensed the man's confusion. He clearly wanted to say more and I wanted him to take his time. I could see he was still trying to decide whether to tell me or not. "Would you like to sit down?" I asked. "Sure," said the woman and immediately pulled up a chair. She sat down long before her companion did. "Okay, so what do you want to talk about?" I decided to be direct. "We are in a bit of a mess." and maybe only you can help us out sure i said go on i'm listening something is happening in our house there is no explanation for it but it has to do with something paranormal that's why we came to you tell me about your experience sunidhi i deliberately said a name to make her feel comfortable and safe i'm always up for a good story only that this isn't the story if you don't mind she said quickly this thing has made our life hell let's start then i said 
So it is about this time we went to Goa last year. And here's how their story rolled out. Almost a year ago, in December 2016, Vikas and Sunidhi were in Goa. Avoiding all the tourist traps of North Goa, they decided to put in the relatively quieter Madgao in South Goa. Then they heard about the Three Kings Chapel in Kansolim. A hotel guide told them intriguing things about the place. The chapel dates back to the 16th century. It is a beautiful Portuguese structure tucked away in one of the most forgotten parts of Goa. When the hotel guide described the serene and beautiful chapel and called it a must-visit attraction, the young couple were keen on a visit. The couple started from Madgao on their motorbike, asking directions from locals since map apps did not show the shortest routes or even the correct routes in most cases. It was nearing evening when they reached the chapel. Standing in the proximity of the imposing structure, the couple felt elevated. Whatever they had heard about the place did not do justice to how beautiful it really was. The couple stood in awe for long, deeply moved, feeling a strong sense of reverence, soaking in the silence of the chapel. Vikas and Sunidhi did not realize how they passed two hours in this wondrous place. But as the sun began to set, a man materialized almost out of nowhere and began urging all visitors in a polite but firm voice to leave the place. The couple did not wish to leave the serene atmosphere so early in the evening though and requested whether they could wait a little longer. But the man was quite adamant, insisting that the chapel needed to be locked and that the premises weren't safe as they might be visited by stray dogs. <laughs> Heaving a sign of despair, the couple walked out, even as the man produced a large lock and shut the heavy arched doorway with an audible bang. Now Vikas and Sunidhi had gone up to their bike when the sun set completely. They stood for a few minutes in the silence of the night when Sunidhi suddenly proposed that they should go to the chapel again. We have come from so far, let's spend some more time in there, she told her companion. Vikas was outraged by the suggestion at first, but eventually gave in. So back into the chapel they walked, this time more excited than before, but also making sure that nobody was watching them as they tried to find a way in. Sunidhi almost squealed aloud in delight when she found a window that hadn't been bolted from the inside. With a twinkle of mischief in her eyes, she clambered in first and then helped Vikas in as well. She led him to the last pew and they sat there, hand in hand as they had been earlier. The chapel looked different now. In just a matter of minutes, it had plugged into darkness and the only light was the blue-tinted moonlight filtering in through the windows. They walked around the place, talking, giggling, standing close to each other, taking in each and every minute detail.
Little did they realize what they had gotten themselves into. It was around 11:30 p.m. when they began to feel slightly drowsy. And then a particular incident occurred that they wouldn't forget for the rest of their lives. They were sitting at two ends of a pew, cross-legged, facing each other, talking in order to stay awake. Vikas was narrating a story from a college picnic that he had gone on long ago. When the air suddenly went cold, a distant smell suffused the air, the smell of something burning. Vikas froze mid-sentence and looked at Sunidhi with an expression of the greatest fear. "What is it?" she asked. The darkness not allowing her to see his expression clearly right away. But Vikas was dumbfounded. He raised a finger and pointed at her. "Don't turn," he said in a feeble voice. Immediately, Sunidhi felt a shiver run down her spine. "You're scaring me, Vikas," she whispered. "Stop your prank." "Don't look back." "Why? What's there?" "I see. I see." And he stopped talking abruptly. He could not voice it, at least not at that moment. But he did see it. Standing right behind Sunidhi was a tall hooded figure with arms folded, hovering over a foot in the air. He wanted to tell her to slowly get off the pew. This had been a bad idea, a very bad idea indeed. And even as Vikas kept looking under its hood, the figure's lips curled into a creepy smile. Sunidhi, we must. He reached out to touch Sunidhi's arm, and recalled instantly, withdrawing his hand in utter shock. Sunidhi's arm was stone cold. Then he looked at her face. There was an expression of fear written all over it that he hadn't seen before. What is it, Sunidhi? He managed this time. She raised her finger. Behind you, she said in a voice that seemed to come from the depths of her past throat. There is someone. Someone standing. Vikas felt as if his heart had fallen into his stomach. Is it a dark, shadowy, tall figure with its arm folded? Sunidhi nodded perfunctorily. But I see the same figure behind you too. At once, both turned to look behind them, and they found themselves staring into a vacant darkness. The figures had vanished. The petrified couple sprang off the pew, not caring if they fell or hit something. They made a mad scramble to reach to the window they had come in through. Fortunately, the window was still open. Vikas let Sunidhi go out first. and as he tried to climb out he saw her staring back into the chapel with the same scorched look of fear in her eyes again what what is it he asked now safely outside with her let's just get out of here as soon as we can 
they ran all the way to where the bike was parked, hopped on and drove away as speedily as they could. It was about a mile later when she had managed to catch her breath that Sunidhi spoke. There was a third figure at the altar. Vikas, I saw it. He was large, larger than the one I saw behind you. And he was sitting cross-legged on the altar. But actually, he wasn't really sitting. He was floating, floating in the air. And, and he was moving towards you. And we got out of Goa the next day itself, though we had planned to stay for a week. Sunidhi ended her tale. But, but, the story did not end there, said Vikas. What do you mean? He looked at Sunidhi once before continuing. We believe that something came back with us that night, and it has been with us ever since. I lean forward. What is this something? We don't know, but it's there in the house. When we are alone, we can hear it. Footsteps. Someone banging on the door. And when we go to open it, nothing. Just cold wind. Sometimes a foul stink in the bathroom, right in the middle of a fragrant bath. This thing, whatever it is, has taken away the happiness of the house. We believe, Jai, that all of this is caused by the spirit of whatever it is. Sunidhi finished. Would you please, please come to a house and take a look? My interest was aroused, I admit. If there was even an ounce of truth in whatever these two were saying, I could probably learn something. Alright, I will come and take a look. Well, to know what happens next, you will need to read the book Haunted. The book's link is in the description. Sorry guys, I can't narrate the full story, but I can tell you one thing for sure. It gets creepier and scary when Jay Alani goes to Vikas and Sunidhi's apartment. And the ending will really freak you out. So go buy the book and if you would like to read more horror stories, check out Neil De Silva's books. He is one of the best in the Indian horror genre. Also, I have interviewed Neil De Silva and Jay Alani on my channel. All the links are in the description. Go check it out and if you enjoy my work, Please don't forget to support me by liking, sharing and mainly subscribing to my channel. Thank you for listening and see you in my next episode with the next part of the Goa Horror Series.